Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Peasant Party Podcast. It's been a while since you've been here, Annabelle. Um, yeah, how long has it been? Like a few, I weeks. a few weeks. So much has changed. I'm a different, I'm a new woman. Your hair looks really good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> you look really yeah, good. I got a new weave. Thank you so much. I really needed it. I also got my hands tattooed. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, cool. Top of my hands. Went to um, New York and got them done. I was just going to get one and then to hell with it. I got both of them. Uh-oh. So. Oh, I'm also trying really hard um, to to swear and cuss less. Cool. Um, yeah, it, it actually helps our algorithm. <laughs> yeah. we're, not, we're not potty mouths. Sorry. So I'm going to try and substitute all my cuss words for... Yeah. Dang, tootin'. Tootin', 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 tootin'. All of that. Yeah, how was New York? And yeah, it was great. And saw my best friend, Marnie. Just ran around Manhattan and Brooklyn for like a full day, um, which I like to do when I'm traveling. Like, I don't like to have a really strict itinerary. There's a few things I like to do, like art museums. Um, I like botanical gardens. I love like a little speakeasy, like a little cocktail bar. But I don't like try to plan everything out because I, I kind of just like to leave it up to the Lord to, to show me where to go. Nice. Which is cool. And I feel like I always end up meeting people that way. Nice. But it's better if you're single. Yeah. If you have a man like trying to do that, it's like, ugh. yeah, <laughs> it's not as fun. Yeah, you got your own thing going. It's a couple. <laughs> yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, don't know, I guess we'll, we'll dive right in. Um, I always like to share anything that's like popular dating news um, or dating adjacent news. This one kind of caught my eye. Something popped up on TikTok. It is going viral. Um, Basically, a woman made a TikTok saying um, she matched with a guy on a dating app. He set up a date, picked a a nice restaurant. Um, I don't think she pushed back on it. I think she was probably just impressed with, um, you know, his ability to make a plan. Date was seemingly on. And then she arrives to the restaurant, um, sits down at the bar to wait for him. And, um, you know, she's not getting, she's not hearing from him. He's not showing up. She goes to check her dating app and he has unmatched her. She realized she's been stood up but figured since she's already out she's dressed up she would treat herself to you know drinks and dinner at the restaurant you know kind of a not so good experience but it happens um but when she got home um, i don't know if this was a few days later she saw on facebook that a similar incident happened um, with another woman at the same restaurant with who was apparently the same guy and then they kind of you know drew the conclusion kind of you know, putting two and two together, realizing that the shady guy was actually a shady restaurant trying to score customers in the form of sulking singles who thought they'd been stood up. Um, and because the attitude generally for those stood up is, you know, well, I got dressed up. I am here anyway. Might as well get something to order. So want to make sure everyone is aware of that possible scam. I would say it seems like this one was targeting women. I could totally see this t- kind of thing targeting men as well, but wanted to make sure that that was out there. I do not know what city it is in. I always like to protect people from scams. Do you have thoughts on that? What the hell? What the hell? That That's so... Uh, it must have just been one little vigilante person. I cannot imagine the entire business of this restaurant being like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll set our our business on fire mm-hmm. in the name of a couple rogue rejected dates or whatever. And they're targeting women. Mm-hmm. So bizarre. But I wonder if it was like an individual bartender who wanted more tips right, and picking times where they're working. Right. I wonder if it was the bartender. I, and my, I wonder if it was or the like bartender. server. Like, oh yeah, I'll pick times where it's some, where I'm working, and then yeah. like you know if they're a, a attract, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an attractive yeah. guy bartending, and then you go flirt with the woman, like she pays a bigger tip. Totally. Ugh, oh my gosh. Well, there was the one scam, and I remember this was like maybe a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but there was this guy. So so a woman would match with a man on whatever dating app, mm-hmm. and then it would be like, oh. 
let's meet up at this restaurant. Mm. And she would go, and of course, he's not there. Mm. And she's texting him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be right there. You know, they're texting mm. all the way up until this moment. And then he just fully stands her up and never shows up and unmatches. Mm. Well, lo and behold, there's another guy mm. at the bar. And he's I've like, heard of this yeah, one. and he's like, wow, you look lonely. Let me buy you a drink. Mm-hmm. Let's chat. And like holding her hostage while she's waiting for her date to come save her pretty much from mm-hmm. this, only to later find out mm-hmm. that this was the guy the whole time. Yeah. Like I've heard some, t- it's funny because there have been like TikToks that are posted where, because a lot of people, it's like nobody gets stood up in 2023 because you've got a, a cell phone basically. Like right. if it's someone forgot, it's like you just, you're texting them and it's like, oh uh-huh. shoot, I totally, you know, I totally forgot, you know, you make the date a week in advance and nobody texts in between kind of thing. Right. Or like something happens, like someone has a flat tire or they have a change of heart at the last minute. Like people mostly will say something. Um, so there's not really an excuse for it. So when someone gets stood up, like I always think there's some sort of like bigger issue at play. Um, but I've heard that one where it's like the woman's like at a bar and just like, you know, the story she's telling is I can't believe nobody gets stood up now. Like no one gets stood up nowadays. Like how did this uh-huh, happen to me? And then it's like, uh-huh. oh yeah. And by the way, this guy kind of like popped up at the bar and was just eager to make a conversation with mm-hmm. me. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. it, every, like everyone's always commenting. It's like the guy catfished you with like a, you know, attractive guy or guy that you would be more likely to be interested in. And then he's come in there to like pick up the sulking woman basically insane yeah. dude well see that uh the example you were talking about about the the bar kind mm-hmm. of praying invoking psychological trauma mm-hmm. on women mm-hmm. <laughs> because that is super traumatizing and like just oh, a horrible it's a, horrible, it's a horrible huge experience. blow to your ego oh my like, god it's so awful yeah. dude um so yeah. to me it's like yeah maybe maybe the Part of the reason is getting more business, but I think probably an equal part of it is um, some sort of like misogynist. Yeah, or I mean, underpinning. Oh, you yeah, know, like, like if they're targeting hitting. women specifically yeah. and not men, uh, to me is saying like I want to. Well, see Well, that's women the thing is like we wouldn't. Bad. The thing is like I do think men, if men experience something like this, like men are less likely to be on TikTok doing story time because I actually right. think um, like okay. I hate the whole like. Who has dating harder to be? I think everyone has certain parts of dating harder for them based on their personality mm-hmm. and who they are. Yeah, um, but I do think like actually men are more susceptible for, to scams on dating apps because they get less matches um, in general. So it's just they're an easier mm-hmm. target. Um, you know, they've had less, you know, matches to compare mm-hmm. things to. So something that maybe looks like a, um, you would look like a bot to a woman because she's seen a bunch of real profiles. Uh-huh. Um, or has had a bunch of real conversations, like uh, it would go over under a man's radar like a lot more mm-hmm. easily. And then also men like aren't as afraid of getting murdered. So just the idea of like getting them to a date, um, there's not like an obstacle there. Like they're more like, okay, cool, I'll be there. Whereas women are like, I want to make sure you're not crazy first. Um, yeah, yeah, but, damn. Okay, yeah. I never really yeah. thought about that for yeah. sure. They and get less matches. too is like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, it's also like the people that are scamming the men are other men. Like it's not actually mm-hmm. women scamming them. It's mm-hmm. like men knowing like, oh, like, haha, I'm going to scam on like some schmuck. I would be very surprised if the person running this particular scam, and I'm sure that they are they are somewhere in that restaurant oh, wanting sure. to see it. Oh, like, I don't think it's just I'm kind sure of like, there's some, like sending them out. It's like they're sitting around waiting for that person to show up so they can watch this go down. Like, it's mm-hmm. just too insane mm-hmm. to be anything like 
short of vindictive. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's got to be like, so, yeah, I could see that like underlying thing of just like, ha, like got, got like, <laughs> you know, you have a one bad yeah. ex and then it's like, I'm just going to go attack the, like this, my whole, my ex's entire gender is a team and I'm going to go like punch Bro, on the team. My ex's gender is a team, oh literally. My oh my God. I went on a date with a guy, uh, <sighs> tattooer and, um, 10 minutes into the date, he said verbatim, girls are ops. Women are ops. Like, b basically being like, yeah, it telling me on a date, my first date with this mm -hmm. guy, he clearly, like, wants to hang out with me. Mm -hmm. And he told me, like, women are ops. I'm like, it's how? Good. That's the most, like, immediately dehumanizing yeah, like way to come you, off. Are you serious? Yeah, it's we're so not funny, like like people that are, like get in these like freaking like gender debates, which is just silly because if you're like running around like thinking it's a team dating is some team sport where you're fighting against a gender, but you also want to date that gender, right? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're fighting bro? them like you hate yeah. them, but you also want to date, date yeah. them. So it's just it's not getting silly. It. And then those uh -huh. people will be like, I like I'm single or I'm having a bad time dating. It's all the fault of the other gender. It's like no, maybe you need to get, take a look in the mirror. And and your issue, like the reason you're having a bad time is because you start gender debates. There is nothing less attractive than starting, like if you start gender debates on dates or like, like you kind of deserve to be alone. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Which I do my fair share of um, like Bait. eye rolling at men uh, yeah. <laughs> to put it nicely. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think maturing and growing up, like I feel like I've gone through a, mm -hmm. a really big transition recently mm -hmm. just to um, starting to realize like, oh, if this guy mm -hmm. doesn't want me, it's because he's we're not speaking the same language. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'll even be a little delusional about it. I'll be like, you know what? I'm talking about things that he does not understand. Mm -hmm. His little peanut brain. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not clicking. So yeah. so that's why he doesn't like me is because we're not connecting yeah. on an eye-to-eye -eye level. Yeah, and that's okay. And, it has Sometimes no, and it it's okay. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, happens f often All and it time. sucks. And, like, before if I was seeing someone and then ultimately they were like, I'm sorry, I'm really stuck on my ex or I'm really stuck mm -hmm. on someone else or I'm just not feeling it. Like, I would take that so personally to heart. Mm -hmm. And now – you can't. And I, I truly believe I that people genuinely believe what they are saying as they are saying it. Like, yeah, there might be something in the back of the, their mind or subconscious where it's like, oh, you know, this person isn't it. But like, I think when people feel like hung up on their ex or they say they're hung up on their mm -hmm. ex, like they truly believe that to be true. Kind of on that note of exes. Mm. Do you have any crazy exes? You don't have to say that out loud. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm actually so like happy and proud to say that I really do not have a single crazy ex. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Um, which I don't know if that makes me the crazy ex. I've done so, I've done some relatively crazy things. Some but nothing insane because uh. I don't I do not understand the logic of like I've been pissed. I've been pissed about certain things, mm -hmm. but I would never I don't know, try to sabotage an ex, like mm -hmm. slash their tires or, mm -hmm. you know, break into their home or do anything insane because I don't like mm -hmm. that will never, first of all, get them back. Mm -hmm. Second of all, down the line in the future, I want them to look back and be like, damn, I messed up. Mm -hmm. I messed up. Or just like, yeah, it's like no one wants to, like, like nobody wants to walk this earth and have somebody hating you. 
or like your name comes up, it's like, oh, this chick. Like- oh, totally. Uh, yeah. And it like creates so many more issues mm-hmm. in the future. I've like talked about some stuff on my TikTok, you know, <laughs> talked about like some exes and stuff and complained about certain stuff, but I'm definitely not like out here mm-hmm. slandering or causing problems or, you know, posting mm-hmm. on, on the main on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, which I have seen people do. Mm-hmm. In breakups, and I oh, understand. So messy. It's so messy, and I understand it. Like I understand because I'm an emotional person. I totally have been mm. felt compelled to do that. I, mm. When you want everyone to know the truth, and you don't want to feel like now people have to take sides between you, and you want to mm. like come out on top, but it ultimately just makes you look crazy. <laughs> it does. All it does is make you look crazy. We look need crazy. to bring back journals. <laughs> We need to bring back journals. We need to bring back journals. Journals, are a thing. <laughs> Private um, thoughts. <laughs> have, okay. Um, have you ever had an ex um, with, who had a like or a relationship where the guy had a crazy ex that had uh, interfered in some way in your relationship? Um, or tried, or you know, made an attempt, anything like that? Mm, no, but. Um, I do have a good friend going through this right now. Yeah. And I'm just kind of witnessing it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awful. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. Uh, my good girlfriend, her her uh, her ex is an emotional terrorist. Mm-hmm. He is doing anything and everything, reaching out to her family members, mm-hmm. reaching out to her friends, mm-hmm. um, bosses, coworkers. Like, this guy is doing everything absolutely everything in his power to mm-hmm. try and ruin her life and hunt her down, mm-hmm. effectively hunt her down. Mm-hmm. And she's virtually like in hiding from this. Yeah. Um, and it's so tragic. And I, I, she wants to move on so badly. And I mm-hmm. keep trying to convince her like, make a hinge, make a Tinder, make a bumble something, you know, just so mm-hmm. you can get out and like meet other dudes that mm-hmm. aren't this. But she's like, Dude, if I do that and he sees it, if somebody, you know, screenshots it and sends it to him, I'm in even worse and deeper shit. Like yeah. it's it it's going to be so much worse, so I can't. She feels so stuck by this. Yeah. And so it's like if she wants to have another relationship, she f- she's like I have to do it somewhere else. I have to move and yeah. I have to and it has to be a secret forever or else this man's going to retaliate and like that is so Oh, upsetting, dude. Upsetting yeah, to see. Yeah. No, but like what I was saying was, um, have you had been in a relationship where the guy had an ex? Right. Well, I'm saying like oh. it, when she, if she wants to move on, oh, trying oh, to date okay. oh, and yeah. trying and like there are dudes who want to talk to her and she's just totally oh, petrified like, about it because she's like, I can't even like bring this dude up, mm-hmm. you know, but it's going to come out at some point. Like she'll, he'll be the guy who's going and bugging. He'll be the one. Uh huh. Stirring the pot. Yeah. That must be so. Yeah. Like I've, I've never, like, I think I've had times where I maybe like worried about that, but it was always overblown because we're all we all think we're like the star of our own movie where it's like oh my gosh like if I break up with this person my ex is gonna fall off the wagon and they're just gonna like terrorize my life and I've, I've never had it happen mm. but our listener did Ooh, it is happen. um and it's it sounds I would say like I would hope it's harmless um but yeah basically rink um she writes weekend drunk dials from the ex my boyfriend and I have been together two months. We were dating a month and a half before we made it official. About four or five months before we started dating, he ended a relationship with his ex for over a year. He hasn't given the full story of why they broke up beyond him saying he was the one who ended it and went on and it went on longer than it should have. He's never given the my ex is so crazy speech because he's not like that, but it does seem like it ended badly and he went no contact with her. Or I think so. Maybe still do. Let me explain. 
So a few weeks into dating, um, went with him to a party. He felt his phone vibrating. It was his ex. He seemed confused and rejected the call. One of his friends said something like, oh, God, she's calling. What could she want? And he said she must be drinking or in one of her moods. She called a few more times. He rejected each one. He apologized and reassured me they weren't in touch and he didn't know why she was calling. But he did say to not call too much attention to it, um, her calling, um, because some of the women at the party were still friends with her and we stopped talking about it. It didn't happen again, at least for a few weeks. Two Saturdays ago. Two Saturdays ago, something similar happened. He looks down at his phone, says, Jesus Christ, rejected her call, followed by a few more calls that he rejected. I stayed over that night. And the following morning, he opened his phone to 10 text messages and a voicemail. Uh, the messages were pretty fragmented and weird, and the voicema- voicemail was unintelligible babbling. But she was talking about how, like, their song was playing. Um, when I asked him why he hasn't blocked her, he just said that would open up a whole other can of worms, trying to keep the peace with the friends. It then started to happen again on Thanksgiving Eve while we were out. I said something like, again, to my boyfriend, and he just laughed and shook his head. He then said he'd be happy to pass me the phone, and I could tell her to stop, and I refused. The next morning, I was really trying not to let it bug me as we were getting ready to spend the holiday with friends, but then I noticed a text pop up on his phone from her with a happy Thanksgiving meme. I didn't see the conversation. It was just a notification. I get some relationships end badly, and even the best have best of people have crazy exes, but this really bothers me. It also feels like it's starting to escalate and become more of a regular thing. I have yet to see any evidence of him responding back or engaging with her, which I appreciate, but I don't understand why he won't be firm and cut this off once and for all. I can't help but wonder if his hesitation is because he's not sure about us and wants to keep her around as a backup. I now question if him not speaking badly of her is the respectful gesture I thought it was. He's been great aside from this little thing. Also, not sure if it's relevant, but my boyfriend doesn't post on social media or really use it. He has an Instagram account with a two-year-old post from his mom's birthday and doesn't post stories. We haven't appeared in any coupley looking group pictures of his friends that his ex is in touch with. She still follows him and vice versa. I have posted him on my private Instagram, but I haven't met his ex. So part of me wonders if she thinks he's still single and is reaching out in hopes there's still a chance. So I need some help figuring out what to do from here. Why is he being so passive? Do you think there's more to the story that I'm missing? I want this to stop without ruffling feathers. What should I say or do? Hmm. Just from a, from the outside, I got to say he's probably still contacting her. Like it, the texting and calling and sending a happy Thanksgiving thing, like, mm-hmm. and, and not cutting off, um, mm-hmm. Uh, the paths of communication. Mm-hmm. He's at the very least still giving her a trickle of mm-hmm. like of like validation and communication. He's definitely responding here and there at, at the very least to certain texts. Um, which yeah, I think unfortunately is him like keeping the door open for her. It's weird. It's like, weird. I think best case scenario, it is like it is passive because I do think so. I'm a person who used to have a drunk calling texting problem um Uh not like not like this but it it was just something where it's like you get like i would end up like on my phone after a night out with friends um like when i was like younger and stuff and then i would get home like be alone with my thoughts and i just like get on my phone and just kind of go down the list of who a recent text was or something like Mm -hmm. that and it would be like unintelligible and um you know i think there was probably like exes in there but (laughs) i think the reason I would kind of do it and like sometimes people just like wouldn't respond and it was kind of this like jokey thing like people would be like oh like haha like you know I, it's like clockwork every weekend it's so funny but the thing is I kind of grew out of doing that was like it actually did piss somebody off at one point it was like oh shit like this is actually really? not a cool thing to do and like you know the people that I've been, kind of done this to it's like 
they're just kind of putting up with it and it's not a good look. And it's also like time stamped in someone's phone. Um, mm. I do think like if someone doesn't cut it like off, like even if he's not responding, like he's sending the message, it's okay. Right. Um, Cause I think like for me, if I was doing that to like a guy I thought was, you know, attractive and I realized there was like a girlfriend sitting next to him, I would not be doing that. Like, I think even, yeah, absolutely drunk, not. even at my lowest point, like there would be something in my subconscious mind being like, don't even go there. So I think like, it's possible like he's not responding and you know, this, like, it's also just, it's the holidays. Um, like, like I said, I've been the, the drunk girl texting and it is the root of it is like, you're lonely. Like I was single when I was doing that. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, going home alone with my thoughts and like mm-hmm. kind of having some sadness to it. And I think it's probably picking up because it's the holidays. I don't know if it's like close to like what could have been an anniversary, but yeah, there's sometimes like the, you know, what could have been going on. Like she's probably still single. Um, so I could see that being the case, but he needs to say something. I think like it's for her sake too. Like she, like, I guarantee you, she doesn't want to be a girl texting a guy with a girlfriend. And I guarantee you, she does not know that her ex has a girlfriend. Yeah. Like she, she does not know. But there is also that caveat where he said, you can answer the phone if you want to. Yeah. So it's like, it's like he's not necessarily hiding. Well, it's all, her. it feels very weird. It feels like trying to like, oh, pit two girls that like me against each other. Like almost like. Gross. Gross. That's crazy. I fear a woman's judgment so much more than I fear a man's judgment. Yeah. Like it has so many more like lasting repercussions on you socially, mm-hmm. I think, to have a another woman in your community, like, not like you. Women oh are social God. creatures, and yes. they will turn every bitch against you. I, I think he should say something. It's also, like, you're not saying something. It's not, like, there's, like, he has a tangible reason to say, stop doing this. Like, it's not just, like, you know, I want you to stop doing this. Like, there's nothing else that's, you know, come up. I just want you to stop. Like, I don't know what he's, like, afraid of. I think guys, like, don't want people to hate him, but, like, a big reason I've said why people ghost, for example, is, you know, the intention isn't actually just to sneak off into the night never to be seen again it's mm-hmm. you know if you send a text message saying hey i don't see this working out if you ever want to come back to that person later you have to explain yourself so a yeah. lot of people it's like oh they disappear it's like oh my god i was so busy with work like you know if he says like hey stop doing this i have a girlfriend if he ever you know some if something doesn't work out and he goes back to where he has to come back like hat in hand versus being like whoops sorry like yeah yeah it was yeah, confusing yeah. time for me like yeah yeah Definitely. I think the right thing for him to do, what I would ask my boyfriend to do at that point is Mm -hmm. tell her I need this to stop. I have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And then I would be like, you can, you can tell her who I am because if she has something she needs to tell me, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go there. Really? Cause I'm like, damn, if they're, if they're hooking up or something or if he, and whatever, like, hopefully she would reach out to the girlfriend and say, Hey girly, yeah. your man is not faithful. And he's two timing both of us. I, I I just feel like that's how like murder suicides happen when you start getting like people together. Like I would, she just, doesn't sound that crazy though. She doesn't sound that crazy. She's calling him. I was just texting say, him one, one text message. Hey, like, that's not crazy though. I, I sympathize with both women here. But I know? think the more simple you make it, the better. Like it doesn't have to be like, yo, like here's here's her number, here's who she is. Like it just feels like it feels more like pitting against each other. I think one text message of hey, appreciate our our time together way back when, but um, you know, this needs to stop. I am seeing somebody now. Um I'm I'm in a new relationship and you know, I need to be able to put this behind me. Mm. Um, and don't say anything like, don't say anything too much. Like, I want to enjoy my new relationship. Like, blah, blah, blah. My new girlfriend is so yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to. Face. You don't have to. Um, but like, no adjectives, a few sentences. And then if she starts to like respond back, like that is a statement. It is not a question. It is not an invitation to start a dialogue. Uh-huh. Um, you stop and then 
I also think, too, if somebody is a weird, crazy person, you need that message saying, I don't want you to keep doing this. Please stop to be able to, you know, start that paper trail of like a crazy person. Um, that's what everybody says. Like if that is somehow the case. But I think that yeah. so, no adjectives. If she keeps bugging, you know, say like, hey, I would appreciate it if you blocked her. Um, you could even say like you could draft up a message saying like, hey, I would appreciate if you sent this. Like I drafted up a message. You can just feel free to copy paste it. You know, have it have it come from him. Maybe be there like with him when it when it is sent. And then, mm. you know, hey, like, you know, block block the number. Like I also think, too, like if someone does want to block, like everyone thinks like blocking somebody means that you send this alarm where it's like, haha, I have blocked you. It's like people don't realize you block them. People won't know if you block them unless they are making like active effort to like contact you or like look at what you're doing right like if someone blocks your number like and you just like blah blah, blah text it and like there's no response and you're no it doesn't say delivered it. it says it will never say delivered if, it, oh. if you're blocked trust oh. trust i've been on this train for oh. about but a i mean year like there's now. not an alarm sounded like the second they do no it. of course not of course not. i mean it'll but... go straight to voicemail but like for a few people like they they won't realize it like at first or like it takes a second to realize it, I would say. But then they have to start looping their friends in and be like, hey, did he delete his Instagram or did he block me? Can and you then, check? And then their friends are like, oh, girl, he blocked you. Well, and then and then th- then she looks like the crazy one in, her, in front of the friends. Yeah. Before the Internet. Mm-hmm. Must have been so easy to get. Must have been so easy because now it's like it's suspicious if a man isn't posting you. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it is like it's it's it does like send a a very clear message. I think about that all the time. It must have been so much easier to get over an ex before the Internet. Like I think, oh, God, uh, torture, torture. Oh, seriously. Um, Utter torment. We're going to play a, a game. Um, okay. So quick hit is going to be a weird or not ex-edition question. All right. All right. Um, every single one of these assumes they do not share a child, by the way. Okay. Um, so number one, they have shared custody with a dog or of a dog that they got with their ex. No, weird. Don't like that. Yeah. One per- dog goes to one person. Dog goes to one person. Make a choice. Yeah. Pick one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be harsh about this. <laughs> they're still on a family phone plan with their ex, citing that they're grandfathered into a really good deal. They keep in touch with their ex to discuss payments and confirmations, but nothing beyond that. That's fine. I could, like, I know, I know some people who are on obscure family plans with the most obscure mix of people because mm-hmm. they just, like, banded together as a group and they, like, were ex-coworkers, like, 10 years ago. And they're like, yeah, yeah it's just a thing we do. Um, yeah, like, I think as long as it's not, like, a weird thing. Um, they have framed group photos um, that include their ex on their wall where they look coupley with the ex like there's like a group no no absolutely not take that shit down take it down from your instagram take it down from your walls no Mm -hmm. i don't care Mm -hmm. i do not care unless unless it was from the funeral of like your mom and your ex is in the background of the photo no no (laughs) sorry take that shit down i'm sorry their favorite item of clothing which they regularly wear was a gift from their ex no Okay, that's a dip. No, <laughs> no, I can do that because I wear sweatpants. I literally every no, night not, I wear well, it's sweatpants. Not, it's not my... stolen. It's not stolen hood. It's like a gift. Like if I was given this sweater by an ex and I'm still wearing it. No, wrong. <laughs> I think that's no, fine. you may not unless they don't know. I but think it's it, fine unless like if someone says I like that sweater, where'd you get it? And they're like, it's a gift for my ex. Like don't be freaking. Don't doing be stupid. That. Yeah. yeah, like but I mean. I've gotten like my KitchenAid mixer is a gift from an ex. 
I'm not going to throw my KitchenAid Dude, mixer away. Dude, I have tattoos that are gifts from exes. Can't I mean, get rid of those. Can't get rid of those. Can't get rid of those. But yeah. they make me look cool, so exactly. <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> um, and then what's in the last one? Oh, yeah. They regularly keep in touch with their ex's parents. No. Yeah? No. I think, like, the one case where that's, like, okay. Like, I think there's kind of, like, the nuance to it. Like, at first, I think there's certain relationships, like, if— if you think back to like high school and stuff, like there's some people who dated a person in high school for like two years where like the moms were friends and then like ten, it's 10 years later and like their relationship was like so far in the past and like mm-hmm. they kind of like keep in touch or like something like that. I could see that that where it's like more of like a family friend. Yeah. Or like, oh, also like I think something that like makes all these replies is like if somebody like came out, you right. know, came out as Right, lesbian right, or something, right. and like I think that would be like a different story for actually probably all of these. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I worry. I worry a lot about like a crazy mom who's like obsessed mm-hmm. with her son. You know, mm-hmm. kind of reaching out to my boyfriend's ex to be like, oh, I wish it was you. I wish. Well, it were that's you. that's different. Like, I think there's some there's <clears throat> some moms that just like. Ew, no dude. boundaries. <laughs> no boundaries, bro. So there are moms who are weird about their sons. Moms and sons. Ew, gross. Yeah. Um, oh, this one's kind of a heavier one. I think we've got time for it. Yeah, do it. Okay. X is getting married next weekend. Okay. Hey, ladies, any pro tips for surviving your ex's wedding day? No, I'm not invited or anything, nor do we keep in touch. We unfollowed each other a long time ago. However, we have a lot of mutual friends who will be there, and the wedding takes place uh, in our city. It'll be impossible to mix... It'll be impossible to miss pictures and videos on people's Instagram stories and whatnot. It's been a while since we broke up, and I've been over it. At least I think I am or thought I was. But knowing this wedding is coming up has put me in a weird headspace. It's been a tough year for me in general, and dating's really just been on the back burner. I haven't had a real relationship since my ex and I were together or really accomplished anything of substance since. I've had a lot of thoughts about what could have been and wondering if I'm behind in life for my age. I'm 31. How do I survive the impending weekend in mid-December? And until then, how do I take my mind to a better place? Travel. Go on a trip. I've had this, like, not not a wedding, but similar shit happen. Mm-hmm. Go, book a trip and go somewhere else. Do not be in the city for that. Do not be, yeah. Do Don't not be, be around. And shut your phone off completely. Like, mute every single person mm-hmm. that's going to be there. Don't watch any of the stories. Put yourself physically and mentally in a totally different space. It, mm-hmm. I cannot express how much that helps and how much that has saved me and it kind of sucks because then you come back to where you live mm-hmm. and things start to flood back and you kind of start to fall back into your old habits but for it for the deepest cut for the hardest part of this you're you're not even there you're yeah. living i think it also just really helps like go to go to another state you know and mm-hmm. and just sit in the city or like go different you know mm-hmm. bars and restaurants and just Meet people and begin to understand how much bigger the world is than this. Because it feels like it's the whole world until you get out there and you're like, oh, thank God, dude. I'm not behind. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm enjoying my life. This bitch is getting married. She's... All right. Well, you're you're they settled didn't say and the locked down. Either um, of them or the ex. So oh, huh. I totally. But I think that advice still applies. Yeah. In general, like get out. I, yeah. Yeah. Get out. Like, and I think. 
because I, I don't want to say anything that's like too privileged. This is a person who said it's like a hard year. So I don't know if that necessarily means like, you know, financially and uh -huh. stuff like that. Um, but I think getting out of the city and doing something that you enjoy, um, finding people that you are close with that's not a mutual friend. Right. Maybe that's going and visiting your parents for the weekend. I, I don't know if that's maybe takes you to a place where it makes you feel like more down, but just if there's the friend that moved to a cool city for a new job and it's like a state or two away, mm -hmm. you know, go see how many like Southwest points you have, like try to go there for a weekend. Somebody that has no ties to this person that you can right. rent to. Like, I really think most friends, if you said to somebody, Hey, like, my, like this is going to sound crazy. I know I haven't been dating so-and-so for years, but like they're getting married this weekend and it's like putting me in like a weird place. Like I think most people would be like, Absolutely. holy shit. Like, yeah. Like l let's talk about it. Understandably. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I had, I dated a man for three and a half years. We moved to Austin together, broke up a month in mm -hmm. and then three months later he got married. Got married in Vegas. I remember yes. you called me and you're and like, holy shit. Holy shit. And I didn't find out about it until I just like saw on Instagram, like pictures of their wedding. Mm. Like they're, they're getting married in Vegas at the same, uh, the same place that his parents like got married. Mm -hmm. whatever. And since then, uh, dude, m the, the woman that he married, mm -hmm. she's cool as hell. Yeah. I was just DMing her yesterday. Yeah. Nicest person. I have no, like at this point, I have no feelings about it yeah. at all. But it's probably a weird them. feeling when but it happens. Yes. Like, and I had no feelings for him at that point either. Mm -hmm. I did, really didn't have feelings for him for like mm -hmm. the latter half of our relationship. But still is so weird. It still mm -hmm. feels like a, a stab in the chest. It, it does. Cause that's, that's what I want to tell this person too. Like, I don't think this means that you're like not over your ex or there's something psychological telling you that like you missed out on this person. Like I had like, this is probably like May and I hadn't like, it had been three, four, probably four years since I like dated mm -hmm. this person. Um, we had been apart much longer than we'd ever been right. together. It, like I didn't like, it was something where I think like the week of their wedding or something some like because we had a bunch of mutual friends mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like something popped up on that monday where it's like oh guess who's like here for the for the wedding or something and yeah. like someone was doing like a crossfit class with them and i remember it was just this like feeling of like <sighs> you're like just like anxious off. like it was it wasn't even like oh like what could have been there but it was kind of like how did this you know dude i how did, how did this how did this guy figure it out before me like it was like that. How did he like, figure it out before? How did he figure it out before I? It did? feels like like seeing all those pictures and videos at the same. Uh, sorry, I'm talking about me uh -huh. again. But um, the pictures and videos, like seeing all of that on Instagram at the same time that everybody else in the world is seeing them, mm. I felt like I had clown makeup on my face. It yeah. felt embarrassing. It felt like people are looking at me to be like, damn. Which of course they're not. No, no like nobody is thinking of like, oh, but it like feels that you know, way. You know, the ex girlfriend of like three, four years ago, like, oh, oh, I wonder if she's crying. Wonder and what she's up. Yeah, <laughs> she's crying and throwing up right now. Nobody is thinking that. Nobody yeah, is thinking. No one's that. thinking that. It's like I'm over here looking good personally, but <laughs> I'm not worried about but that. It's a, it's a weird feeling. Like give yourself the grace to like have yes, that weird definitely. feeling. It does not mean you are definitely. not over your ex. When the wedding passes, like it go, the feeling goes away. Like it's just like. But it, right. I had that feeling of like dropping my stomach, and I think there were definitely a few people who I'm you know good friends with who I know are like mutual friends, like. Who I just didn't, I didn't watch Instagram stories for a week. I think, um, you know, I was like in a new relationship. I think like Buddy was like in town that weekend. So like a feeling like one way, but there was yeah. a feeling of like how, like, because I think part mm -hmm. of it too is we tie marriage to so much or like getting married um, to this big like milestone that 
we make it bigger than it is. Like, because marriage Americans by, specifically make it bigger than it is for sure. I, well, yeah, I think I would say like I would say like I don't know if that extends past America, but like the idea of like you know marriage by itself is finding a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, and then going and um, you know protecting that and recognizing it in the eyes of the law. There is no barrier to entry to it in the form of a test you have to pass or anything like that. You just have to find a person who says they're willing to do that with you and go to the courthouse and get some papers signed. Crazy. And like beyond that, maybe, you know, you get tax breaks for it and you have incentives and and whatnot in in that regard. Um, But like beyond that, like it's not some sort of hoop that they had to jump through or something they had to figure out that you didn't. And it also doesn't make them more mature or accomplished person than you are. A lot of people tie it to like to being like a real adult nowadays or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's that feeling of being like behind the married friends or like, oh, there's so much ahead of me. Like I'm still at the kid table and like they're all over at the adult table. Like when is it my turn? And I think you mm-hmm. kind of have to look, look, look back at marriage for being like what it is um and I, I feel like it helps to look back and be like what would my life be like if i had married my ex <laughs> i mean not like, great yeah wouldn't like, have worked out yeah like it's it, so it's very like yeah like it's you can't like be, make marriage beyond what it is it's also like i've met some pretty stupid fucking married people like my married friends text me the dumbest <laughs> shit like that they can't figure out in their own house like they're like they don't they're not at some level that you're not yeah. at. Um, and I will also say too, like at 30 where I've seen kind of people get married over the last few years, I have also witnessed a lot of like actually more than I can count on both my hands. Um, one, two or three year marriages that ended in divorce. And it's crazy too. Cause you would think like, yeah. holy shit, like you only gave it a year. Like what the hell could have gone wrong in a year? And then, you know, maybe they got the house together or something and they had the picture perfect life. And then they're back to, you know, renting an apartment and hinge and tinder and stuff oh, and like yeah. that could happen that can, that can happen when you don't choose right and you go into things just you know wanting to get married or seeing it as like the finish line as opposed totally. to you know starting to have to you know do more work like it's it's just like right. when you get a promotion at work you're not just like cool I got the thing I got the award it means you have to do more work and right. live up to that promotion like right yeah 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 and this of course I think is all preventative but I also do want to say if you are in a situation like that. You get married and then a year later you're like, this mm-hmm. is not right and this is not working. Um, it's okay to end that and move on yeah. and try again. You mm-hmm. know, like I think that carries a lot of shame and embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shouldn't. And I, yeah, it shouldn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't no, no, I know. I know. Um, but I think like, you know, this person like I because I would have friends like um, my close friend who's like now married and stuff but mm-hmm. she would text me every now and then and she would text me a picture of like a friend someone we knew from high school not even like a friend but like a weird kid from high school and she'd be like how is this person married and not me and it'd be a picture of the weird person from high school married <laughs> to a weird person they met in adulthood and i'm just like like would you marry this person like i firmly believe that anybody who really really wants to be married could be married tomorrow to somebody so true somebody. there's no test <laughs> like you so could be tests. married tomorrow to someone Mm-hmm. Do you want to be married to just anyone? No, like you're you're looking to find the right person. Yeah. Um. So, kind of, you know, that's I think you have to like consider that as well. Like you're looking for the right person. I will also say too that this person is in your peripheral. They ha- are, you know, probably not that far off of you. Like I firmly believe yeah. people that are surrounding you are, you know, more alike to you than you think. I think just as easily as you know this happened, it could have been, um, the shoe could have been on the other foot just as easily. Mm-hmm. Like, however they met their person that they're going to be marrying, like the roles could have easily been reversed. Like, I don't think they figured out something you didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's just the communities that they're in. Like, 
none of my friends are married or want to be married. Mm -hmm. And that really heavily influences me, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're in a circle of people where everyone's getting married, it's going to really heavily influence you. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, You can do it. Um, Get out of town for a weekend. Do something you like. Um, You know, tell close friends, like, what is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Go on. If if it's cost prohibitive to get out of your city, like, a day trip, see, you know, what's going on locally. Right. Awesome. We have, like, do 512. Like, do something like that. Like, make it a day about you. Yeah. Get a tattoo. You could do that as well. Oh, you know what really helps, too, I think, is just, like, changing certain things about... I'm, I'm like, totally... totally. I did this recently, but, like, changing certain things about the way that you look, you know, go through, like, a Mm -hmm. a physical transformative process, Mm -hmm. and that will kind of help help you mentally get there, too. I think. Just a suggestion. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that could work as as well. Get your hair done, girl. Yeah. Get some (laughs) new shoes. um, Yeah, get some new shoes. Do a cold plunge. Do a cold plunge. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, you can do it. King or queen (laughs) or something in between. All right. um, Everybody over and out. We'll catch you next time. Ciao.